The following Toku podcast to contain spoilers from both past and present Tokusatsu, anime, manga, movies and other related media. If you do not wish to be spoiled we suggest turning off the podcast now. Otherwise please enjoy the show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Toku podcast, the best show about Tokusatsu you've probably never heard of, and boobs! Lots of boobs! <laughs> boobs, 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 boobs! <laughs> That's what you gotta know, boobs yeah. and asses. Bow! Yeah! Lots of uh, boobies. Lots of boobies. That's the best, <laughs> that's the easiest thing to say, yeah. Oh my god. Alright, well, so today we're gonna be talking about Shogeki Garigan or Garigan or whatever the f- Look, if you don't get the joke by the f- time they say the first guy's name, you're kind of lost already. So, um... <laughs> Fuck. Well, I guess before we start, I'm gonna have to do my fucking spiel. So before we, you know, go to the races here. So, uh, if <laughs> if you wanna support us financially in any shape or form, PayPal's there. One dollar shout out. Five dollars fucking plug. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Uh, Audible free. Thirty day trial. Quit whenever you want. Keep the free book. Fuck it. And if you don't wanna do that, just give us a review on iTunes. Have fun with that. All right, let's get right into this because uh, I think Phil said it best. It was basically in no way just fucking wet dream. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this fucking show. Uh, uh, speaking of fever dreams from last week, this show is a fever dream, but it's it's the fun kind of fever dream where after you've been taking a lot of medicine, so it's just uh, a lot of weird shit happening. <laughs> Why is it, like, we've already had two weeks in a row of just weird fucking shit? It's like, it's like we keep getting these, like, personal projects that these directors want to make, and it's just never, like, normal. It's never just, like, superheroes. We gotta have, like, weird shit in all of them. It's crazy. Look, clearly you've never experienced a Keita Amamiya show before, uh, because this... I, I, I mean, I, I love Amamiya, but, like, what the fuck? What else has Amamiya done? Uh, Garo. Hakaider. Uh, yeah, he did. Well, yeah, same writer and uh, director for the Hakaider movie. So, yeah. So you know you're in good. Oh. Yeah. Which so I, so Jay. I will say, uh, was... Inoue and Amamiya really do work together great because this is one of one of their few collaborations. They've done a lot of other shows together, and they're they're all really fun. They they manage to to balance the. Uh, the worser aspects of their styles out together. This show just uh, yeah goes turbo charge and the fucking weirdness. Yeah, because uh, okay, so I guess we should uh, just try and see what we can go for right now. Because all right, first off, Jay, as usual, do you have any sort of like background on what the fuck this is? No, this. Uh... This show is pretty obscure. Um, I couldn't really find a whole lot of information about it. Uh, base level of the plot is uh, there's these alien angel Hikaribito. Yeah, uh, and one of them they're they're transporting evil ones to Earth, and then one of them who is Black Condor, or Jet Condor, or whatever the fuck the the Black <laughs> Ranger from Jetman. I don't remember his name. Uh, Jin. He Jin. And now, now he's trying to take over the world, I guess. Uh, so all a bunch of other evil guys that escaped. Uh, our main character Go is gonna try and make them his friends by punching them in the face, and they're gonna, they're gonna stop the bad guys. It's a typical shonen I, stuff. I don't, fu- I don't fucking know. Um, it's a very okay, simple I, I, plot. I'll, you know it, what? I, I, I was gonna say I can describe it like this. Shogeki Garigan, in a nutshell, is Super Sentai if the villain monsters were the heroes and they didn't give a shit about the kids. <laughs> Pretty much! <laughs> Pretty much! <laughs> that is what you're gonna get with Shogeki Garigan, and that's not even really delving into what the fuck this show is. Oh! Oh, it's... Uh, as soon as I... So, oh, God. Oh, God. As, okay, should, should we explain something to them? Well, I was going to say, let, let's do what we usually do and go through every fucking character because I think it's going to be fast enough because they're pretty much all archetypes in their own little way. But they're going to be fun archetypes to talk about. So let's talk about Go. 
our main character essentially, no, the Red he, Ranger. He's not the main character because the girl is the main oh, character. Oh, oh yeah. Because, yeah, she that's keeps right. te- yeah because she keeps reminding us that she's the main character. Because this show doesn't know what the fuck a fourth wall is. So, let, yeah, let's. Okay, fine. Let's talk about Hitomi. Let's talk about her because she's the main character. She doesn't do shit. But she's there. She she is kind of mostly useless. Her her main gimmick is that uh, she can see the the monsters have like a uh, like a for like not a force field like a disguise on them where they they look like humans and she can see through it for whatever reason. So they they play with that a lot where they'll they'll have the uh, the Hikari Bido in their their human forms and then we'll change camera angles and then switch back and they'll be in their monster forms or like we'll cut uh, you know. Quick cuts of them swapping between forms, and it's a it's a nice little effect, and they they really do it well, and it kind of it I don't really know how to describe it, but it's done really well, and I like the way uh, it's integrated with the the, the only switching time that her... between their forms. Uh, but as for Hitomi, she she just kind of exists. Uh, she mostly just plays the straight man role. Um, they they make fun of her a lot because she's kind of like a, a gloomy weirdo who sits around and listens to Rakugo comedy, which is uh, it's always the same <laughs> one too. It's always the same comedy bit for some reason. I... It's a fucking cassette, Jay. Who do you want? The funny <laughs> thing is, she, listening to a cassette. She can't. Funny enough, they say in the second episode, even though it only happens once. There's only a period of time where she can't see the Hikari Bito and another monster race on her period days. Yeah, which is completely yeah. irrelevant for some reason. I don't know why they bothered Lit- bringing uh, like, it up. It's literally, it's literally just a throwaway joke gag that never gets brought up, which is 99% of the plots in this <laughs> fucking show. That is, that is pretty, yeah, that's that's 99% of the plots is, let's make a throwaway line about something and then never do anything with it. Pretty much. Uh, so yeah, like, he told me, I mean, to be fair, I think her gimmick is to just be fucking useless anyways, because like, the fuck does she do? Not really anything. So let's get to the actual main character. I know what she does. The Imagine. I know. What oh wait, sorry. The Hikari Bito. I know what she does. <laughs> she can. Wait, she's. Wait, in, in the daytime, she's Hitomi, very, very sulky young girl. At night, she's Pink Cat of the GoBusters. Pink. Uh, p- oh wait a minute. All, is that her? Yeah, that's her. Yes. Yeah, that's Pink Buster. No way. Holy yeah. shit! I didn't recognize her. Well. To be fair, they were two entirely different characters, so it's kind of hard to tell. Um, <laughs> then again, also, Pink Buster was in one fucking episode, so... You know, not exactly uh, like it's a easy thing to, to remember. But let's get to the Imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Hikari Bito. Because it's... You know, I say that, but anybody going into this with, like, a cursory knowledge of, like, you know... Kamen Rider and such like that, you're, you're gonna be able to see this show and see the Imagine, because they, they basically do act like the Imagine. They're monsters who are just a bunch of fucking goofballs who have no idea what they're doing. I, I mean, and Go looks almost exactly like Momotaros, too. Obviously, he's got a different color scheme, yeah. he's got a very similar design to him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that I'm guaranteeing that was done on purpose, but honestly, I didn't really mind it, because it wasn't the the characters, well, they had similar similar archetypes. They were able to f- fit them in a way that they didn't feel like the exact same characters, like the Taros. Like with uh, Go, he's Momotaros. You know, he's hot headed. He's always getting. He always wants to like get into fights, but he's not like Mom- like Momotaros in the sense that he's just a fucking meathead who just just wants to beat the shit out of anybody who looks at him the wrong way. He's a noble guy. He's a noble meathead. He's like a... It's like if Momotaros followed, like, I guess, Bushido. That's what you get. It's like if Momotaros and, like and Kintaros fused, basically. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> Even though we do have a Kintaros in this show, but we'll get to him. <laughs> fucking, fucking Saga. Thanks, guys. I didn't think we are going to see him. But, yeah, so... So, go. he's... He, he's a good guy. He's a, he's a goofball, but he's a good guy. I, I liked him a lot, you know? Though I do have one thing. There's no way the actor who played him would ever be on a Muscle and Fitness magazine. That's some bullshit. <laughs> have you see, did you see the guy? 
<laughs> well, you know what? It's Japan. They they they're different. It's weird. He's slenderly uh, thin, <laughs> man. Oh. That that's kind of the thing is that like like we said, the characters are very one note kind of, not necessarily stock characteristics, but they're they're archetypes. They don't really have much to them other than that. So, it's kind of hard to talk about the characters in any real meaningful way, which it's not a problem. It's fine. It's not like that's a, a negative point. It's just it's, I mean, what is there to say beyond this is what their personality. Is? Honestly, I don't mind it too much because, for me, I I kind of liked it because there, there's again there's not much to it. There's nothing in there that's gonna be like, oh my god, fucking. There's a ton of shit that you have to go through and all this. You know, you have to go really in depth with these characters. No, the the writer was just, excuse me. Oh, well, you know what? We shouldn't even say the writer. Just call him Inoue because literally he wrote all the episodes. <laughs> so it, this, uh... like Inoue is just like Inoue was just like eh, just. Have fun with them, fuck it. And that's really the thing is that, you know, their their personalities, their characters aren't really the point. The point is more that watching these characters, these archetypes play off each other and how they react to the world around them and the the various shenanigans that they end up causing or get involved with. And that's fine. That works. It we're especially <laughs> in this uh, more of a comedic kind of story, which is it's definitely we're, this is definitely hardcore comedy in LA, so we're we're in full full zany mode here. Dude. We're in good hands. Yo. We are in very good hands in this show. Uh, um, so let's go from Go because again, we'll we'll talk more about his involvement in the story because of course he's the Red Ranger, so he has the main story. But we'll we'll get into that more. So let's talk about the secondary guy, Rai. Who's just a monkey man? He's he's a weirdo womanizer pervert who's constantly trying to get into girls' panties, and that's it. That's kind of his character. But uh, he only did that in one episode, and then afterwards he started well, dating somebody. He's he's. Well, I was gonna say te- true only in like that first episode, but throughout the rest of the show, he is still just kind of like a degenerate pervert who's constantly trying to hit on women. Um, yeah, especially Hitomi. It's true. <laughs> especially Hitomi. That's that's what I was saying. Like. That's that's kind of the funny thing is like, a lot of these characters, once they become defeated, still have their archetypes, but they're toned down because now they're good people, I guess, quote unquote. Yeah. Because they were just, I guess they were technically villains because they weren't really hurting anybody. Well, that's the thing they, they, they make a note of is that they were they were being sent to like banishment or imprisonment or whatever because they they failed to do what they were supposed to do, which is protect the earth or something they they offhandedly mentioned that we were here to protect the earth but like they're not from earth so why specifically earth whatever it's not important uh, <laughs> so the rest of the uh the main four were you know they were supposed to be criminals they were going to be sent away and you know here is their chance of being reformed and, but they're they still really aren't reformed they're still like they're awful evil personalities I and mean, again yeah, not evil like the most evil thing they do is like uh rai was just like a weirdo pervert uh the next one we're going to talk about geki was uh he's just like obsessed with technology i think they mentioned like he's really the only one that like did anything like evil and i don't even remember exactly he's like he hacked a bunch of machines or Something, uh, they it's he like hacked machines. I miss that completely. He hacked it. There's like for a, his own enjoyment. a one off line where Go is like, You were being sent away because uh, something, something hacked into whatever. But, but he's just like a nerd who's obsessed with video games. He's like Urataros if he was like a fucking gamer. <laughs> Honestly, he looks exactly like uh, he does. Like he does. Urataros when he was in Riotaro's body. Okay, he's got I, the haircut. I, I, I'm I so ask. glad we. I'm so glad we all noticed that because I was thinking that the entire time I was just like, "Is that Sato? What the fuck?" I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Is, that look, that glasses and and hair to the side. Is that a thing in Japan? Because I I don't. It, because at a time probably it's it's kind of the stock if you shonen look uh, you'll see some characters that look like that in other anime and manga like uh there's that that show uh something something sakamoto that guy looks exactly like that so uh, i think it's just kind of like a stock like ar- archetype look i'm not entirely sure but i've definitely seen other characters look like that so it's not like totally unique 
Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like, again, none of them really do anything bad. Like, I think, again, the, the one that, the only one who does anything semi-villainous, and she changes her tune fucking immediately, is show. Well, like, there's also on a uh, dime. Gone, who was like judge, jury, and executioner on the, uh, the other. <laughs> I love the guy. Absolute That's the thing is that there's, there's other aliens living on Earth called uh, Magi, but they like never fucking explain what their deal is or why they're there. There's just uh, there's just weirdo monsters that are living on Earth, and sometimes they're they're evil, but not always. Uh, whatever, don't ask questions. Um, and then there's well, the they, geese they did and the sort of mention they they offhandedly tried to explain it and like the explanation made <laughs> no sense at all and they then didn't. they just kind of forgot to bother explaining it more which again, they, I think I think they just kind of like leave it just like oh uh don't worry this this one's good so don't worry about him pretty much uh, I think that's again that's the point is that it doesn't matter that's not the point of the show who gives a shit I think you know exactly. what? That's, that's the best way to explain this show. Who gives a shit? All right, like, what's with the like? What's with the lore? What's the <laughs> origin of the Shinkai world or the the Hikari Bito? Who gives a shit? That's not important. It, that's I kind of like that because you know usually I would be a stickler for like oh god I need explanations for this but with this who gives a fuck man exactly. this is just fun exactly yeah. and again that's especially weird because it's a comedy you know. It, who cares? It, the point is, you know, we're laughing at the the zany shenanigans of the characters and how they're they're fucking around and oh, haha, they don't know what sushi is or haha, they don't know what oh, you know, this not thing that is episode. or they don't understand <laughs> basic human etiquette. Like that's oh that's no, they the set something on fire and now they're fucking going crazy. It's uh, great. This is how you act at a spa. <laughs> Like, that, I love it. I loved it. Exactly. So the the heavy lore, like the the backstory or stuff like that, it doesn't really matter. And so, you, I mean, if you if you have an issue with there not being any, I mean, uh, that's really not the point of the show. I could understand getting mad at it if the show was, say, taking it a little bit more seriously than how it was. <laughs> and I yeah, I guess you know, because since we're comparing it to Deno, it's. It's different than with Deno, where Deno took itself seriously most of the time. So when Deno didn't explain shit, you got annoyed because, well, you're trying to take yourself seriously at this point, so you'd think you should explain it. Whereas here, the show isn't taking itself seriously pretty much at all, so who gives a shit? You know, you're wasting How your time How shitty must that mad. feel? How shitty must that feel to... To say that a 13-episode series has more fucking story than goddamn Deno. <laughs> well, to be yeah. fair... It actually it has, has a story. <laughs> it, it almost has as much story as Deno did. Uh, <laughs> and that they don't. It's more coherent. It, you um, know what? Somehow it is slightly more coherent. So, uh, we... So, we... I think we already talked about Show. No. I mean, she's... Uh, she's Show is she's also a, woman. a weirdo pervert, but also she's a girl so that's well no here's a different the thing. kind well, of weirdo she's pervert. not really a pervert she's more like i just want to be pretty and that's pretty much her gimmick i just want to be the most pretty but i actually well, like her episode constantly trying to hop on go's dick because i can i can explain i can explain those two <laughs> one i liked sh i liked show's episode because it was it, it showed it, it was a very good example about it showed? Oh. No. no, no, no. <laughs> God, God damn it, you too. <laughs> you kind of you kind of set me up for that. I one. did, and I walked into that one. It's <laughs> it, I like that it shows that your that human beauty is different in the eyes of of everybody else, and no matter what, show was just gonna keep turning into every single different woman that is said to be beautiful until she found her <laughs> own. And her role wanting to get on to go was mostly because she's always she makes the, instead of being his underling like the other four she is his mistress and she took that job very seriously to the point <laughs> to the point where they tried to rape him multiple times well you know the, for laughs as you do yeah. as you do i still love that episode where they're, I oh god they're that was so weird they're holding him down and it's I, I will they say that because, the guy. because Phil brought it up with the, the underling thing is that they don't become oh, yeah. like heroes because they want to. It's like, oh, they learned their lesson. It's like, no, go kicks their ass so hard they're forced to become his, his minion. 
except for Gon. Except for Gon. Well, except for Gon. Yeah, Gon was who, like who I respect willingly, you but enough. Gon was Gon is Gon. And I think I think that's nice. It's a nice little uh it's a nice little like subversion of the usual uh defeat equals now we're friends kind of trope with uh with that usually happens in these kinds of shows where oh we beat the villain and now he's our friend because we kicked his ass so hard. It's no, I'm going to kick your ass so hard you have no choice to be my man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of you so hard you're going to have to be my friend. <laughs> exactly. And Isn't that just Forze? It, it is Forze. God, Forze is a lot darker than I realized. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to, to Gon, who is basically just Saga, except with a deeper voice, who I swear to God, I thought it was the... Oh, God, what's his name? He's like in everything. The guy who voices like... Chibity and Jiraiya. I I swear I thought Hochi that was Otsuka? him. You know what? He kind of sounds like that a little bit. Right? Like uh, like every, like so often like he would say something. And I'm just like, is that him? Honestly, no. no I, I he guess sound, it's just him. He sounds more like uh like Kintaros, which is fitting because he's basically just Kintaros. If Kintaros was a fucking psycho <laughs> robo, not RoboCop, chasing motherfuckers with guns, murderer. <laughs> I absolutely loved that scene in the spa where he's just chasing the girls with a fucking flintlock. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, he, that's just great. That's great. I love it. I will, um, but I will yeah, say again, that's pretty much it. One thing that, uh, well, one, two things. One, I didn't even realize that was Saga until you just pointed it out because good lord, he's kind of fat in this show. Um, I think it might just be the costume. He's a bit chunker. And two, uh, honestly, I would say he's the best, but mostly because he's the... He's the comedically serious character that you always get, so he's mm-hmm. he gets the most amount of fun, which is a shame because he, he kind of ends up having the least amount of screen time. Um, you see, I, I I was gonna say, I think it's mostly the scarf that makes him look chubby because like his entire ch- like neck is covered at all fucking times. Yeah, I can see that. It's really weird. <laughs> Though I will say, I do like his pants. I don't know why his pants were just kind of cool. All, all but, of the yeah. costume, all of the costume designs, both in the human forms and the the monsters, were were top notch. This show, top notch. This series. Yeah, especially shows because she didn't wear fucking anything. <laughs> That's true. Basically, no. Like, show half wore the time stuff. she wasn't wearing jack and shit. No, show wore a white dress and that was it. Well, no, no. She 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 changes up a little bit sometimes. So I mean, when they tried to rape Joe, she was wearing a white <laughs> yes! dress. Yes, it's true. Um, uh, so that's the main good guys. Let's talk about Black Condor, aka Jin, aka uh, Six, who is just aka Six Ranger dick. by choice. Oh, what Basically. the f- what the fuck was his plan exactly? Uh, I'm he was gonna, gonna destroy the world for Rin. Rin, even though Rin's a fucking hoe. His his not girlfriend. Uh, oh, the secretary. No, his mistress. I don't fucking know. The Magi. And then the, the girl who, turned then, in, who ended then, up being a Magi. Then he he does nothing for the entire show up until the like last two episodes, except doing nothing but getting laid constantly, for some reason because his secretary is a fucking psychopath. I mean, Jay, it's like you said, like he just needs to breathe, and she's like, "How can I not fuck?" I, I this? mean, like, yeah, exactly. Look, it's. That's how it's Black, Black Condor. That's how Black Condor was in was in Jet Man, where he just needed to look at you and like from half a mile away, and you'd be instantly horny for him. <laughs> and it's understandable here, but it's even it's the just so fucking weird because every single episode he's just like he's just either like doing nothing or being cartoonishly evil for no reason to somebody we have never met. And then this Whilst chick, getting laid. this chick is fucking like moaning in ecstasy as she's tearing her clothes off and crawling oh, what about the all doll? over him. Oh, dude, there, there's like, what about there's the like doll? two times. There's two times where all he needed to do was just say something, and her clothes were just gone. Like she that, just, just fucking she gone. She just fucking. She's got like the the fucking tear away clothes with the velcro on it. She's fucking ripped. Dude, tear away. Fuck that. They melted. <laughs> Pretty much did. <laughs> It's, like goddamn woman. It starts to get a little ridiculous after a while because it's just like dude, he the fucking first makes thing. a dude. He makes a dude eat a pile of money and then it's like, oh god, oh my god, god I need a pile of that. Right now. Oh my god, old men eating money. Oh. oh. 
There's just, he's just like spouting off basic facts about wine, not even anything like interesting. He's just like, this wine is so and so made by blah 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 blah. Oh, but remember, he was touching a like, doll. He was touching a doll doing that. Rubbing herself and like taking her clothes off. Like, what the fuck is the show? Dude, no lie, I thought she was going to start fucking herself with the fork. <laughs> like she I was holding too. a fork and I was just like, oh god, if that fork goes anywhere inside that skirt, I'm I done. Th I thought that was going to happen too. <laughs> like holy shit. Okay, so we should probably explain yeah. what the fuck's happening. So this show, I, I said before, it's like if Super Sentai didn't give a fuck, and that includes like ch children because there is nudity up the ass in the oh, show. Pretty much. There's no like, literally, there's obviously no like, there's no like pussy shots. First two fucking minutes of the show, we get bare titties full screen. I'm not even exactly. Yeah, he's not say, joking. He's not joking. I was gonna say like, there's no, there's no like pussy shots, but there's ass, legs, and titties everywhere. I will say all this all like, the time. Fucking hell! I will say this: the first when we first saw Navi, uh, this uh, this little uh, AI pixie. What the? Uh, she's only in a few episodes. You see her bare breasts, and I said, Yeah, exactly. And, uh, the first when I first saw them, I, I said. Oh, it's one of those shows. Yeah. And unsurprisingly oh. enough, uh, most of them are played by porn and or gravure, gravure actresses. Which is absolutely not surprising. Um, no, it's this, not. That's the thing is that this show is very, very bizarrely sexual and like... It is. Yeah. There's a lot, like just constant nudity or like sexual overtones or like uh, sex jokes or like... There's seriously a fucking shot where uh, Go and his not girlfriend have sex in the other room where Hitomi is just sitting and oh, he, sitting there like listening to them and it's like what the oh. fuck and they and they make no and they make no bones of like trying to hide it no 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 you know what they're fucking oh, doing yeah. they, you hear they, the noises. they go so far as to be like I'll do my best and then they turn the lights off and close and he goes God, he's like let's combine and like oh and all, and all you hear is like a fucking gunshot like I'm like wow and, and see that's the thing that's just like one that's played for laughs like Jay said earlier the secretary for Black Condor she is constantly on his dick pretty much like Constantly, the fact they didn't have this woman be naked twenty four seven in the in the show is a fucking restraint on Amamiya's part. Because every time she's around him, I swear to God, she is like two seconds away from being lifted off the floor from her own organ. What about this? It's fucking like, ridiculous. What, what about this? What, I, what, what I want to know is because both in a way and Amamiya like to have. Uh, uh, lots of sexual theming in their show. Amamiya tends to be more restrained than Inoue does. So, uh, what I want to know is, uh, was this Amamiya showing restraint or was this Inoue who's showing restraint? Because I can't fucking tell. Oh, no. now that now that's a good one. That's a good can, one. We, can, we'll never know, Jay. Because here's the thing: in one episode alone, there are three times there are three women who we don't even know. And I and I, I I mentioned this doll. It's this very weird fucking doll that Black Condor would doll just, is correct, actually. He, he would rub it up and <laughs> yeah. down. He would rub his finger up and down it. And the women would just like, they, it'd be like they're on fucking ecstasy. And then, <laughs> Times two. And then they like, die. <laughs> yeah, he just kills them. He fucking Thanos them. Just hardcore. It's hilarious. It's again, you we you think like anybody listening, you think we're exaggerating how sexual the show is. Think of it this way: there's a single scene, I'm not gonna tell you when, where the secretary does something and Black Condor is so pissed off, he goes up to her and just gropes her ass. He just like kill her. He, he just gropes her, grabs her ass and squeezes it like he's trying to crush it. Oh, like, he did. And, that's, and then, like, he that's just starts fucking groping her. That, that, was, that was because she... And that was because she destroyed Again. the dress that he had, had made for written. That he had, had made for written. Right. And all I'm thinking in my head is, is he going to try to seduce the uh, the dress girl? He probably did. He so, let's go into... Let's go into, like, 
Granny and Rin because they're well, they're basically one of the same characters. So Gr- Granny, Gran- aka the best character, <laughs> Grandma is the best character because she's the zany old grandma character. I, I think that's all Times I need to 10. say. She's fucking hilarious, and she really doesn't even and then we do got much. Rin. But she's just kind of no, yeah. She's mostly a background character, but it's like she'll she'll be saying something like just completely random, and it's it's funnier and just like. <laughs> I don't really know. Like, she's, like we said, she's the funny grandma character. That, that's the thing is that everybody in the show is kind of a like an archetype, so it's kind of hard to really explain any one thing that they do that's funny. It's just, it's this is their character. That's it. That's kind of the, the whole explanation we need to give. And then she dies and comes back. And then she says, don't worry about it. It's the last episode. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry so, about it. So there's, Shut up. There's the shock reveal where it turns out that the grandma had been dead the whole time and was in fact Go's not girlfriend Rin. And then the real grandma comes back as a ghost, and then now she's alive, but sometimes still a ghost. <laughs> Literally never explained. Hitomi asks, like, aren't you supposed to be dead? It's like, oh, uh, come on, I'm not supposed to be dead yet. Besides, the show still needs me. You know, <laughs> looks at the camera, it's like, the show still needs me, guys. Oh, and then another so episode where she, the, she asks I'll, I'll the see. local homeless guy who's who's that played by that dude who's in every show, but he's never anything important, so you never remember him really at all. Um, he's like, hey, aren't you supposed to be dead? Which is weird because I don't know how he knew she was supposed to be dead. Uh, and don't she's just like, it. look, it's the last episode. Who gives a shit, all right? <laughs> so, so before we get into the plot, with <clears throat> like basically the the big the actual plot and other stuff can we talk about how i mentioned earlier how this show doesn't give a fuck about the fourth wall no it does not at all <laughs> Like, it doesn't give a shit. One of the first lines of dialogue in the show is Hitomi talking about how she's the protagonist of the show. And like, oh, look at me. I'm, you know, I'm making an embarrassment myself in the first episode. Ah, what are you guys going to think about me? Oh, no. And then she's like, oh, wait, I shouldn't be saying that. Please forget I said that, audience. And see, you, you think, right? You think like, oh, it's it's just to them, like, every once in a while, hey, look, that's the camera. Hey, look, hey, hi, hi, audience. No, no, it goes so fucking far. And they do this multiple times where you have the human version and the monster version of the main characters sitting next to each other <laughs> for no reason. Uh, yeah, and then, like, uh, they'll do that <laughs> joke where, um... You know how, like, uh, they had, like, the, the, the... I don't remember exactly the name, but, like, they'll have, like, the stagehands and, like, the like the black ninja... Not ninja Oh, costumes, yeah! Like the, oh, the Kuroko. Like, like, stage... They had... Yeah, they'll have them in, like, the Kuroko costumes so they don't have to, like, spend money on effects. So, like, you'll see them, like, standing, <laughs> holding, like, props to make it look like they're moving them. It's... Or... You get shit or, like that, or, like, you'll or see what the about cameraman, the baton or... Pass? What about the baton pass when they're oh, doing the... Oh, the baton uh... pass was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh. That shit got me so bad. I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. It's, that was it's, amazing. It's it's the best. It's And that's the thing. And, and, not... just to, and just to tell you, just to show you how much this show really doesn't take itself seriously, there's a point where Jin and Go are having this heated conversation about who, lo- who Rin actually loves on... Children's fucking horses. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, horses. The spring horses. It's like you fucking. Oh my god. It's <laughs> <laughs> it so fucking good. But yeah, the, the fourth wall humor in the show is it's intense, but it's not like constantly. So like, it happens enough where you remember. Oh yeah, they don't give a shit about the fourth wall, but it's not constantly. So like, like say, uh, like it's not like Deadpool tier where it's. Every single joke is, haha, I'm self-aware and I know the fourth wall exists. Dude, this I is like the mask. This is like the mask level of fourth wall. Uh, I was trying to like the mask tier where it's, they acknowledge the fourth wall and the nature of it just enough where it's not distracting, but it's still like, you don't forget that they just like, they're aware they're in a TV show. And, and of course, like that's, that's not even going, that's not even going into like. The surreal humor, like again, go go and Jin on little horses getting in on an intense fight, or like for no reason they start going into a fucking game show, and it's just 
so much shit. And there's just little things as well, like uh, when we get like the the older uh, Hikari Bito. For some reason, he just gets a giant fucking boner <laughs> and just show it in all its glory. Or they're, how they're cheering some him on random. For like, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, like then or like the random like obligatory dead grandpa the grandma mourns over. He's in a fucking cowboy suit because. <laughs> There's a, he, he just looks like a cowboy. There's the episode where, like, for no real reason, they become a Sentai parody, and then like, it's like, guys, let's oh my transform. god, yes! And yeah. like, as they're doing their transformation poses, a little thing that scrolls by the screen. It's like there aren't any actual transformations, but they're gonna do the poses anyway. So just, just, just deal with it, guys. We're sorry. Don't think too much into it. Oh, yeah. one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite little like jokes was um when they went to the hot spring and it was just like. Oh, here, here's for, like, the people who won the hot spring, and then here's for the Shigeki Garaigon film crew. Oh, <laughs> my God. This is, welcome. I just, it's just constantly, like, beating the shit out of you with these jokes, and 90% of them land really, really yeah. fucking well. Oh, yeah, that's that's the thing is that it's, uh, like we've said, you know, we've talked about Inoue's writing, and we've talked about his comedy plenty of times before, so... Really, just go back to any other episode of the show where we talked about an Inoue show when he's doing, like, comedy Inoue. And that's basically the entire humor of the show. And it's, again, it's not bad. He's wonderful at comedy. It's really his highlight, because anytime he does anything serious, it's, uh, it's, well, we've talked about that before. I mean, you gotta say anything more than, you gotta say anything more than the dark kitchen (laughs) to tell you that. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. It's... It's a comedy written by Toshiki Inoue. That's really all you need to say about the writing there. You, you should be able to understand just <laughs> what kind of humor you're getting into just purely from that. So, moving on from the humor real quick onto the show itself. The show itself is fucking beautiful. It is. Like, at all times. It is beautiful. And there's the highlights from- of Amamiya as the director where it's... Exactly. You've got his design work, and you got his directing, and his action scenes, and all of that. So it's his art style really shines through with both the Hikari Bido and the the monster designs, where it's got that very lifelike, photorealistic, uh, very intense, very uh, chaotic design to it, where it's this really stylistic and really like heavily detailed artwork to it, and. For the suits, it looks really good, and with the monsters, sometimes when the the Magi are kind of cheap looking, but I'm not sure yeah. whether that's like intentional or not. So, but I think it might have been just because of the way they were moving around. Yeah. Then again, they're not really too much in the show, anyways, so it's not as big of an issue. Uh, what is a bigger issue is when it comes to comes to like the CG or the fight scenes, because. Because the fight scenes, I'm going to be honest, are kind of the weakest part of the show. Because almost all of them take place in like this weird CGI void where there's just like, there's all this weird shit in the background and you see all these cool designs. You get like all those like weird repeating patterns and colors and like sigils and stuff. And it's just, it's, there's just so much going on. It's just, it's just distracting and it's not like the fights themselves are bad. They're they're serviceable fights. They're nothing special. I mean, it's, they're hectic. They're they're like mid grade Garo fights. They're they're nothing spectacular. <laughs> they're nothing super crazy. But they're they're competently done. There's you know decent choreography. There's decent acting done with the fights. It's there's just so much shit going on with the backgrounds and the CG and like the. The effects—it's just they're distracting to watch. I think I think the most exciting fight was the one where they didn't even do that in when they were in the uh, the Super Sentai. Yeah, they, parody. that was the best fight scene of the show, is because you know it's we're not in the CGI set; we're in like a real set. We're using we're still using CGI, but it's still more practical effects, and that's that's when it really shines—is when it's ironically making fun of another show. It's. It's kind of the, the big downside is that, like, Amamiya's directing is great. It's really good, but it's... He works way better when it's, like, mostly practical, because especially in Garo, whenever it goes, like, primarily CGI, or he's got, like, a lot of CGI going on, it's, 
they can just be a little a little too much due to his art style and it it really yeah. does affect the show but the fight scenes are so few and far between there's usually only like one at the very end of each episode so and, and they're not that, very long usually yeah, they're usually done pretty quickly yeah it's just yeah, and see because again like it's mostly you're not here for mostly the fight scenes even though it's Amamiya, so you expect good fights but it's mostly it's just how weird the show can get because again as we said earlier the show has a thing of going with essentially one joke and taking that all the way through like what was ha- what, ha- what would happen if we go through a, a hot spring what would happen if we want to be a super sentai parody <laughs> while also being a fucking horror movie like yeah that, that that's the one that caught me off guard yeah that fucking that episode was <laughs> weird because it starts as like a like a parody of like the ring and the grudge where it's like you got the weirdo like horror monster chasing them down and then they like will become like a local hero team and then it just becomes a full sentai parody for no reason <laughs> at all and they kind of forgot about the horror aspect yeah and it's that's the parts of the show that shine is uh, bizarrely enough considering who's writing the writing of the show is that it's that's really it's kind of weird that's it's kind of weird I, I, I like it though because like these characters Again, they're archetypes, but it's not who they are. It's how they work off of each other. Because there's so many times in this show where you could say, if you want to really nitpick, eh, that character doesn't really work for me. There's nothing to him. But it's the way that he works with, like, let's say Go, the way he works off of Geki, or works off of Rai, or works off Sho, or Gan. The way they all work off each other. Like, the one, the one scene where they're trying to make sushi where they learn, oh, sushi rotates, and they're just fucking crawling on the ground in circles. <laughs> or, like, they stick they're a bunch idiots. of rice balls on a fan and turn it on, and <laughs> like, they put, like, rice in a circle, like, just on the ground. Like, yeah, it's the it's the fish-out-of-water humor and them reacting to it and them playing off each other as archetypes. That's what excels in the show, and then everything else, it just kind of... It's mixed, but again, that's it, not really the focus of the show. The focus is there with the the archetypes and the characters and the the humor and the fish out of water stuff. So it's it's not as big of a problem. It's just it's when it does focus on the other aspects, it kind of feels a little weak. You you can notice it, yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna say, uh, speaking of that, let's actually get into. I would say the last four-ish episodes because the the last four episodes is when there actually is a plot. plot and i'll say this you can sum it up with the how i said it in the discord server bitches ain't nothing but hoes and tricks yeah Pretty much. It's, <laughs> it becomes more about uh Jin and go's love triangle with rye and it's i i really don't with give rye. a shit about it not rye rin uh, rin. rin damn okay. i didn't know he wants to fuck the monkey no, yeah, technically he's I a lion. Know, he was kind of cute. Uh, he's, he's actually no. a lion. He's a monkey. He's a lion. Bullshit, he's, he's a monkey. He's a lion. Who gives a Where? shit? Also, I do. I like... I wanted, he, looks, I, I, he looks more like a monkey, Phil. I'm going to go with like that. He, he kind of looks like a... Like a Sun Mukong type of monkey there. Actually, yeah, I was that's, exact, a weird that's thing. exactly what I thought. All saw. this entire show, I kept getting this entire Journey to the West vibe. It's got a little bit, yeah. You know what? Yeah, looking at the designs, you can definitely see it. Like, uh, you got uh, uh, fuck, I can't remember any of the characters from Journey of the West. Shit, uh, never mind. Sun Wukong. Uh, you have Piggy. I take it back. You have Sun Wukong. You have Pig. Uh, you have Sandy. You have <laughs> the horse, who is also a dragon, and Tripitaka. All right. Well. But anyways, let's get back into the plot. Uh, so yeah, the entire thing is basically because, well, Rin's a fucking hoe. That's 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 the best way to to say it. She's a hoe. I guess yeah. It's. I mean that that is that not what happens? Like she's with Go and she's like, oh yes, Go, I love you so much. And then as soon as she totally opens her fucking mouth, ah, oh, you're right. I'm gonna be go be a hoe. I'll be Go. I'm like I'll be with Jin now. And just then she go. immediately and like, turns on Jin, and then turns on them, and then is like, I don't really care about either of you. Whatever. And then she dies. Oh, don't yeah. remind me. Again. 
I think. Yeah. Died, I think she died like twice. I'm not sure. She got sick. She's he double wasted, dead. He wasted the power stone on her. Then she died again in the penultimate episode. It's fine. It's fine. She's dead. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, that's like that part of the. the <clears throat> excuse me. That part of the show was definitely the weakest. Is when they started focusing more on that and the relationship stuff, and it's uh, you're starting to get a little too serious here, and that's that's not what I signed up for. I'm sorry, guys, but I don't. I'm not any of that interested. I mean, to be fair, even then, it wasn't that super serious. I mean, shit, you got fucking gone who like abandoned like all the. All the uh, Hikari Bito's like kind of like abandon go, and you all see what they're doing by themselves, and just Gon's just training some random chick to go to the fucking Olympic Games in Rio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's and she does it. Yeah, he's just like, your training's complete. You can make it to Rio on your own, and then we immediately smash cut to her in Rio winning some soccer game. Like, what the fuck just happened? I love I, it. It's I looked so away good. for a second, and then I like I tuned back in. Like, what the fuck is going on? It, it kind of reminded me just how far back this show had aired. It was 2014, wasn't it? 2013. 2013. 2013. 2013. Yeah. Jesus. It was like, but yeah, so we we have that, <laughs> and I honestly, because again, there's nothing much to really say about the ending plot because the, the the overarching plot of the show is there's a thousand people coming down, a thousand evil big baddies coming down to kick Earth's ass and go wants needs to stop him with all the uh, Hikari Bitos. That's it, and they do like they basically do at the end by turning into what else a fucking Sentai team. Pretty much. I thought that part was fun where they their their true forms are just a basic Sentai team looking costume. I liked uh, it. It's it's like the opposite of Ghost Sager, honestly. <laughs> Demonic Ghost Sager. Yeah, they kind of look like. Evil ghost sagers, like you know, ghost sagers are the angels, these are the demons. It's, well, it's I guess it's good. fitting that they're the evil ghost sagers because this show is actually good. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 sick burn, sick burn. And now the five ghost sager fans that still exist are gonna come at you. Actually, <laughs> gay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, they're basically just, they're they're just. Sentai people now, because again, the, the entire show basically hinted at them being a Sentai without being a Sentai. That's basically what they were hinting at. And when I when I heard like there's this ultimate power, I kind of thought, uh, okay, that sounds interesting. And then they get a giant robot. I'm like, uh huh, okay, now I know where this is going. And then they just get their suits. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. We got Sentai now. It's it's just it, this was just a thinly veiled Sentai show that they didn't they told Amamiya he couldn't make. Amamiya um, was like, I'm gonna make my own Sentai with blackjack and hookers. And you know what? Forget about that. And he did. He, he did. did. He did. He actually did. <laughs> Fucking madman. Uh, this is oh. why you can't stop him. He's too powerful. Amamiya and Inoue, like. Fused together would be fucking beautiful. Like, I mean, that's, that's the what this show is. Do? It's it's them, the best parts of both of their styles working together, and it's it's a really really fun watch. But it's just it's so fucking weird. It's a mile a minute, dude. It's a mile. A it minute. is. It really is. I mean, shit. There was that entire. There was enti there was an entire scene where like the fucking uh, Magi came back. Like he was able to possess somebody because he felt bad about some girl because his her boyfriend died so like but like they do it in like this weird art style like the flashback and that never happens again it's just once that happens like there's a million moments in this show you could point to as that's really fucking weird and somebody else could be like well yeah but that's but this is even fucking weirder in this show which that, is great that's the thing yeah is that the show the show is constantly testing <coughs> itself with how weird it can get and i think that's what makes it so fun is that like you can never expect what's going to happen the next second it's oh yeah no matter how weird the show ends up being it's always going to end up probably being weirder you exactly. mean like that twist at the ending which one you know what i'm talking about which one uh the king Oh, you mean how, like, they fucking just replaced the king out of nowhere? 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny is that he's like, uh, yeah, you're not like God anymore. There was a vote of no confidence and uh, now I'm God. So <laughs> I love, I love that idea. It's like, oh yeah, just, you're just, you're just not God anymore. That's how we plan to beat you. Oh, okay. And then of course he's like, Hey, what the fuck? You know, what the fuck is this bullshit twist? I thought I was supposed to be, you know, the big man in charge. What are you, you fucking lying to me? My fucking agent's going to get fired for this. I fucking love that. Cause again, it's just um, a mile a minute every single time. Hmm. And it almost feels like there's no time to take a break because especially if you're binging the show like Phil, I, and Jay did, we just binged it. So for us, it's like yeah. every second there's something on screen and there's like – and they never take a second to like just calm down. It's like, no, if we calm down, we'll lose your attention. Keep fucking going. And it's beautiful. It's almost like yeah. But yeah, it's, And it never, never really gets like exhausting like a lot of kind of shows like that. It's – it's always still manages to keep your attention with how weird it is. No, no matter how weird it gets, it never becomes overwhelming with all the shit it throws at you. And here's the best thing, guys. If you want to watch this show, you can because it's only 13 episodes. Pretty much. Yeah, it's it's relatively short. You can get through it pretty quick. It's Really, that's the best part about the show is that it is show so short. I, I think if it was any longer, I think the uh, the comedy would start to get old after a while. Yeah. So that's definitely an upside to the show. You can watch it in a weekend. Just sit down, binge it all, and you'll be like, yeah, that was a show I watched, and that was fun. Honestly, I, I like this show a lot more than I thought I ever would. Because going into it, I'm just like, all right, it's a no way, it's Mamma Mia... What the fuck is I know I gonna do? And and like at the beginning, even then, at the beginning I was kind of scared because I thought, oh god, we're gonna get serious in OA. Ah, oh, jeez, and all this nudity and all these titties is not gonna end well for anybody. And then it just drops the pretense like immediately to just go into comedy. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm I'm in. I, I, I will say this that I have seen shows. In I have seen shows, well, mostly one particular anime, where they have all this seriousness and then they drop it for like comedic stuff. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad that they did that in the first episode. Because seriously, I don't think this this show could not be taken like seriously if they wanted to, for me at least. And honestly, I'm glad they didn't because as a comedy, it worked really goddamn well. It was no, yeah. really I, funny. That. Like I had said, that's definitely the weakest aspect of the show is when it does start to take itself seriously, it's just, uh, like, who cares? Get back to the funny, I've seen man. this done better in other shows. Just just get back to the funny. And and, that's, and see, like, we say that, like, if it's, a, like, a super huge detriment. The good thing about the show is that even though it does have those slugs, they don't stick around for very long. They they end, like, really quickly. So even if you're getting kind of bored with the serious stuff, immediately right after, there's, like, 50 jokes that are going to make you laugh your ass off. Like, and it's great. I loved it. It's honestly, for me, I think it's one of, like, one of my standouts, the ones that we've done this year, because I didn't expect it to be this good. I really didn't. And I think this is really the the highlight of the uh, of the year so far. Is this show is such an odd little like odd little experience? It's kind of surprising not not many people know about it. And right, especially it's, with it's who's connected to it. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of in a way and uh, Amamiya's more forgotten roles. It's. Not, well, roles, uh, productions, I guess is the better word. And um, it's a fucking shame because, like I said before, it is honestly one of the most... It's, it's one of the best written and tightly knit comedies I've seen in a long time. Like, like at, even after, like, Akiba Ranger. Because, like, again, this show, you know, it had no fucking rules like Akiba Ranger. So this one just went all out. Like, they didn't give a shit who they pissed off. And I'm happy about that because, again, you know when I'm a Mia... They're crazy motherfuckers, and I would love to see Toei try and tell them to stop. They would kill them. <laughs> they would probably eat their souls. Knowing, knowing, probably. Knowing them. Wouldn't, uh, have you seen what Inoue looks like? I mean, I fucking... 
he looks like he'd eat my soul. Isn't there he like, like isn't there like a fucking my soul. isn't there a fucking picture of him just holding a fucking knife and smiling? <laughs> yes, and it's a photo with uh, him and um, Kohei Murakami, and Murakami's licking a knife. They're just oh. fucking weirdos. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention uh, it was it was Old Man and Noe's birthday the other the other day. So uh, happy birthday Cheers. to you! Cheers to Noe. Do by. more of this. Cheers, you glorious old madman. Come back and do Common Rider. Come back and do Common Rider and do and bring <laughs> Amamiya with you and watch Toei's yes. budget go. <laughs> yes. Just their do their their money. Together, guys, please. Their money would just go. <laughs> I think in like the first minute it'd be like you blew up the budget. Yeah, just the budget's gone. That's the, no, no, that was the budget for the entire series. You you wasted <laughs> it more than got to Kiri, than got a Kiri budget. Oh god, that w- I would love it. I would love if they come back and they would get fired <laughs> immediately because they just went over budget in the first episode. <laughs> like this is only supposed to be like. Right. It was like only like it was also only supposed to be like a four hundred thousand yen production. Somehow it became two million. How the fuck did you do that? How the fuck? Whoops. Uh oh. Spaghettios. <laughs> Fucking madmen, dude. They would do that, wouldn't they? Just to piss them off. They would. Because what are they gonna do? Amamiya would. I know. In no way is the writer, but I think he'd be like, "Hell yeah, let's do that, bro!" And he'd just write the weirdest <laughs> shit to let it happen. I mean, what would Toei do? Fire them? Oh, ooh, we're so scared. <laughs> Pretty much. They're, they're fucking untouchable. The without them, they're fucking untouchable. Holy shit, dude! I I love Pretty these guys. Pretty much. Oh man, Ugh. the the crazy old men do it again. Ah, uh, but yes. Overall, my, I, I mean, I'll give my final thoughts here. Go watch this show. Like, seriously, <laughs> I, I can't give this show enough of, enough of a recommendation. It's 13 episodes. It's short. Yes, the only people who have subbed it are TVN, but even then, it's not even one of their most egregious subbings. It's passable because they're not using eye-wrenching fonts at all times. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that surprised me about the subs is that they use the same font the entire show. They never switch to any other kind of font for, like, when the characters are in their monster forms or, like, whenever they're doing... Like, like whenever there's, like, like pop-ups on the screen, they'll use a different font. But that's like, that's fine. That's because it's, it's supposed to be stylized. And, I'll give them that. And it's extreme it's restraint. Like once an episode for one line. Yeah. Everybody uses the same font. There's no, like, color switching or weird shit. They don't do the their usual TVN bullshit. Uh... It's fine. I mean, obviously, translation-wise, it's good. It's. I mean, obviously, it's there could be better, but yeah, it's one. It's definitely one of their better productions. I guess is the best way to put it. At least when uh, at least one of Takenoko's better productions. And um, <clears throat> like, and going back to what I was saying, um, <clears throat> you can watch it. The, the subs are out there again. It's super short, thirteen episodes. Everybody plays their part really well. Every actor is hilarious, even though none of them have gone on to do anything afterwards, mostly. Except for Geki and, I think, Gan. Well, obviously, Gan has gone off to do some stuff, and, you know, most of the porn actresses, obviously. But most of these act- most of these actors do exactly what they should. They're hilarious. They're fun. And the story... I mean, again, if you really, really need a fucking hardcore lore story, this isn't for you. Go in it. Again, like I said, if Super Sentai was played only by the villains and they didn't give a shit about the kids and they just went with it, that's literally the best way I could fucking put this. Uh, Phil, if you want to go... Pretty much, yeah, the, the, oh. pretty much the same. Uh, it's it's a zany, surreal comedy. Uh, it's 13 episodes. Give it a watch. Um like I had mentioned, it's it's got some problems. It's uh, whenever the show tries to be serious, it tends to be it tends to fall flat. But those are very very rare moments, more so near the end, and it's it doesn't affect the quality of the show overall. <laughs> if if you have ever watched or enjoyed an Inoue shows and his humor, you should already have probably seen this show because you're missing out. Uh, other than that, um, if you're not particularly well experienced with his kind of comedy uh you might get a little overwhelmed but that's well who gives a fuck like i said 
This is a very this is very much a who gives a fuck kind of show. Pretty much. Yeah, and that's fine. Uh, so Phil, what about you? Uh, I I thought that this show was gonna be a lot different than what I went uh, <laughs> than it ended up being. Like I I'll be honest, I thought it was a bunch of humans turning into demon like characters, but it was actually quite the opposite and I really, really enjoyed my run of watching it. It was really fun. All I gotta say is please make toys. I will buy the figures, please, I want them. Sadly it's it's a little too late for them to actually probably make toys i mean this was 2014 that's a long time ago i know but now i got the money for it right oh well but yeah um like, like we said go watch it it's all up and it's in decent quality for what it is i mean shit dude you'll love it you'll have a lot of fun i had a lot of fun so with that being said it's time for the, the wheel. God damn wheel. In it. <laughs> Where the fuck is the wheel? I uh, hear this. Oh, God. This was... This is... This was a... Spin, spin, spin. This was a great show to come back to after two months of not being here. <laughs> right? It's great, isn't it? Let's hope... Let's hope we get a... Let's hope we get a really bad one next. A 60 episode one. Just to piss you off. Uh... What? It's... Uh, it's Ghost 2. No... <laughs> God, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, we're doing Wizard? Oh, cool. <laughs> I've watched Wizard, so I'm okay with it. Hold on, I just I just want to check how long this is. Because I landed on something. But I want to check how long oh, it is. No. I don't think it's very no. long, though, from what I remember. Oh, no. Oh, it's only 12. Okay. Same thing. Like uh, usual. 12? Yeah, it's only 12 episodes, like usual. So. Alright, it says I got a, I got a lot of well, zero Well, Phil, one. You, you're gonna like it when I show you what I, we're doing. I got zero oh, one and, and Ryu Soldier to catch up on. You're gonna love what we're doing, Phil. You're gonna love oh, it no. so much, you're gonna cry. If Jay says, oh no, I'm scared. It's Count by Senshi after five! Oh, <laughs> yes! Yes! We finally get yes! to talk about it! Yes! Oh my god, it's been so we're long since I've seen three that. for three! Right? And it's only 12 episodes, so it's, uh... Yeah, fuck it. It just sounds like fun. I don't, I don't mind oh. it. Oh, yes! Uh, see, it's funny, because I was kind of hoping we were going to land on fucking Great Hero Yoshihiko, but then I remembered Overtime's never going to finish, though, so... Fuck you, <laughs> boy. Fuck you! Well, fuck you! Fuck you, Baltimore. Anyways, uh... Fuck you, Baltimore! <laughs> You're a dumb enough idiot to buy a new car this weekend. You're a big enough schmuck to come down to Big Bill's hell. I don't remember the rest of it after that part. If you're a dumb enough schmuck to believe Overtime's going to finish this, you're a dumb enough schmuck to just keep watching TVN. Anyways. <laughs> Boom! Uh, but yeah, next week we're doing Kampai Senshi. We're, we're just on a roll with like non, I guess, mainstream shows. Because this isn't yeah, really a mainstream a show anymore. I, I, it ended, didn't it? Uh... Well, allegedly, they said they were going to do a third season in a movie, like, two fucking years ago. I think they just fucking... I, they lied, out. Jay. They lied. Uh, God, well, look, you know what? Yoshihiko got a third season after, like, five years, all right? I'm still holding out hope, okay? I'm no, still we, we're out never going to do it, Jay. It's fine. Just just give up. It's fine. Just, just cry it out, bro. It's just cry it out. It's fine. They said they'd be back. They loved me. They, they said, said they loved back. me. <laughs> they said they love me, damn it. <laughs> oh, you two, calm down. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, whatever. Comp I sent you after five next week. This is. I I'm excited because I haven't seen this show in a long time. Actually, I don't even remember if I finished it, funny enough. So I fuck. never. I didn't even think I finished it. I used to have it on my computer, but then I deleted it. Well, I mean, we're going to be able to watch it again, so fuck yeah. So, that being said, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed today. If you want to join the Discord server and yell at us, do it, and then we'll laugh at you for it. And then, uh, next week, we'll be back with Kampai Senshi After 5. Actually, I should say this now, because we are two weeks, no, three weeks away. I'm going to say this right now, because usually people who stay are going to hear this, and if not, I'll just do announcements on the server. So, one, next week is going to be Kampai Senshi After 5. Two, for Christmas... 
We're not going to do anything, I don't think. Because it's Christmas. If anything, I might upload a, a sh quick little mailbag that I recorded just in case. Or, actually, you know what? I'll just upload Thunderbolt. Because I've, I've been needing to do that forever now. And two, um, on the 31st, we're going to officially finish up the voting for, like, best... Well, I'm going to put up the, the voting now. But I'm going to officially put up the voting for the... Uh, the uh like end of the year awards basically so that way you can vote for us wherever you want basically and we'll do a, like a year basically what we're gonna do is a year-end award thing best episode best show that we reviewed essentially all that good shit so uh i'll explain a little more later but for now that's what we're doing that's what i should explain now before anything before i fucking forget and with that being said we'll see you guys Next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.